Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, This week, I'm super excited um, to chat with like, I want to say serial entrepreneur. Her name is Kelly Turner, and she is the co-owner of Norcom Mortgage Glass and Mary and co-founder of Mom Bosses Connecticut. So thanks for joining me. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, me too. I know that's what I I caught myself as I was saying serial entrepreneur, because like, what does that make? Like if you have multiple, does that count as serial entrepreneur or just like multi-passionate? I wasn't sure how I should say that. (laughs) Perfect. A little bit of everything. I'm from a long line of entrepreneurs and I'm married to one as well. So it's a part of my everyday living. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. What does your, um, what does your husband do? So my husband is actually a contractor. He owns a large um, residential and commercial remodeling company here in Connecticut. So we keep very busy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. My husband, uh, he was a contractor and like carpenter by trade. So they oh. have a great time together. <laughs> oh my gosh. Absolutely. Yes. Talking about materials and equipment and all the fun things that go along with it. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> well, awesome. I'm so glad you got your champagne. Um, which one are you sipping on today? I am having the Gruette, um, which is, it's a brute and it's absolutely delicious. Yeah, that one's yummy. I, I went back and forth. I was like, should I send the rosé or just the regular? But they're like, you can't lose either way. <laughs> no, it's perfect. Thank you. Yes. No, it's nice and crisp and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to like channel summer. I have a rosé today and it's cold and like we have snow in the forecast here in Oregon. So I'm like, I'll just think like warm rosé <laughs> summer thoughts. <laughs> The warm summer thoughts. Yes, I'm in Connecticut and we're sort of very similar that we don't have snow, but it's like 20 degrees outside. So this is a nice treat. (laughs) Awesome. Um, Well, yeah. So let's dive into, you know, your businesses, how you got into them, um, you know, like how long you've been a small business owner, all of all of that fun stuff. I love hearing everybody's stories because they're all so different. Yeah, so I never intended to be an entrepreneur. Um, it was not in my plans. I actually worked in higher education at a university for many years um, and thought that that's what I was going to do forever, truthfully. And then uh, I had an experience. My husband and I were buying what was his second home and my first home. Um, and going through the mortgage process, I was so intrigued um, by the whole way that it worked. Um, the questions that I had and the fact truly that there's no point in your adult life that anyone ever explains to you how to buy a home until you're doing it. Right. Yeah. Uh, I never thought of it that way. You're so right. right. You're just kind of expected to know how it all works and, um, you know, take the advice that's given to you. So I started asking my loan officer and his name was Bob Zanlungo, um, a lot of questions. And then I started to convince my friends to buy houses. Um, because once you sort of go through the process and you're like, wow, like I rented for 10 years before I bought my home, I could have been one third of the way through a mortgage at that point. Um, so I was really like very intrigued. So, um, Bob kept trying to convince me to, um, get licensed to become a loan officer afterwards. (laughs) 
um, just because I was so into it. And I sort of poo-pooed him for like two years. No, I'm not going to do this. He became a friend of ours after our uh, transaction, me and my husband. Um, and I decided just to, I was just going to go for it. And I was going to do both jobs. I was going to stay in higher education. And then I was going to um, get licensed. And then it did not work out that way. I got licensed and then quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> And um, went headforth into lending. Um, and so I was a lender for two years at a company. Um, I had my first child while I was there pretty quickly. Um, and then me and Bob, so I started working for Bob, the person who did my mortgage. Mm. And um, we had some, I don't want to say issues, but you know, we had some differences with the company that we were working for where it just wasn't really working for us. Um, so we left and moved to the current company that we work for, Norcom Mortgage. And then um, quickly thereafter, we moved out to open our own branch. Um, so we have been a branch for about four years, uh, which is very exciting. Um, in March, it'll be four years. And since then, it started off as the two of us. Uh, we now have two branch locations, uh, one in Glastonbury, Connecticut, one in Plainville, Connecticut, and a lot of employees. And... Uh, it's just kind of gone from there. So it's been quite the transition for me to go from, you know, the normal salaried position to owning a branch of a mortgage company. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big leap. <laughs> yeah. Not, if you had asked me 10 years ago, if I would be doing this, I would have told you you were crazy. Right. Never in a million years. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, I looked at your website. You can, You guys have a big group. We do. Yes. Yes. We have quite a few people. Um, both originators and, you know, full-time support staff. And mm -hmm. uh, we have, you know, two office spaces. And uh, the second branch we actually opened in May. So like right in the middle of the pandemic. Oh, fun. Um, yeah. So that was quite an adventure. Um, and yeah, we keep very busy. Um, home, you know, mortgages are actually at an all-time high right now due to low interest rates. So it's yeah, been a good time to be in mortgages. Yeah. Well, and I love too that you like you, you know how you brought up that nobody tells us how to do that. And like, it, it is such a big part. And it, it's, you know, I remember when we bought our house, you know, it's like very stressful and especially kind of, you know, it's like scary because you don't really know what you're doing. You have to be kind of vulnerable. So I love that you're like getting in there and helping people understand the process as opposed to just being like, here, you need to do this. And, you know, like not giving explanations or things like that. Absolutely. I really try. And I tell everybody when they start working with me that I'm an educator at heart. That's what I came out of. Um, so that's really my methodology in being a loan officer. I'm not a salesperson. I am a, um, an educator. I am an, I am a coordinator. I, I really feel like I wear a lot of hats in my role as a loan officer, um, and trying to help people really understand the process and also decide if it's good for them. Um, mm -hmm. if it's a good idea, if they should be buying a home, because there's so many places that kind of push people into houses that maybe they can't afford, or maybe are not a great long-term plan for them. Um, and I really want to be uh, in like a helper role. Like, how can I help you do something that fits in your life? Yeah. Um, and it's been very exciting to do that. And then now, you know, now that we're owning this, these branches, it's also, there's a lot of mentorship and, and helping newer uh, people to the business and answering questions and running, you know, as any entrepreneur, running the day-to-day -day operations of billing and budgets and training and <laughs> all the fun stuff that goes along with it. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, and tell us about your other, your other, um, side, I wouldn't say hustle, but your other <laughs> fun project you have going on with uh, mom bosses. 
Sure. So I, um, so as part of my story of being a loan officer, um, a big piece of the real estate industry is networking. So going to networking groups, getting out there, meeting people. Um, and I had a regular networking group um, that actually met at my office every other week. And it was sort of coincidental that I was pregnant with my third child, my son, um, at the same time as two of the other women in the group were also pregnant um, with boys. So we had three boys within like four months of each other. Uh, it was, it was all kind of at the same time. And we had a lot of conversations at that time about spaces for women, um, mother business owners, because we all brought our children to work with us. Um, (laughs) so we were all in that position. So my son, Jacob came to work with me every single day for the entire first year of his life. Um, he, yeah, I had my own office. I had a pack and play, a jumperoo, a rock and play play mats. And he came to work with me every day. I did my work and he hung out. Um, and these other two women also were in the same position where they were bringing their sons to work with them. Um, and we were sort of, we bonded over this. Um, and we had a lot of discussions around sort of the space that we had created for ourselves, um, that it was okay to, to have our children. And we would, you know, be on the phone with each other. And we were all like referral partners and we could hear our children in the background and it was like accepted. And, you know, it was kind of part of the package deal. And so me and one of the um, women, uh, Brittany Goyne, who's a realtor here in Connecticut, we were like, you know, how many other women are in this same position, Yeah. right? Where they're working from home, maybe they have their kids home with them, or they're working in the short hours that maybe they have a kid in preschool or, or, you know, elementary school, and they're kind of fitting it all in and they're, balancing all of these pieces and, um, you know, what if we had a space for them? Um, so we started what we thought was going to be a small Facebook networking group, um, a couple, you know, maybe a hundred people. And, and that was where it was a place for women to kind of come together and talk about their businesses and their struggles. Um, and then overnight it exploded. (laughs) (laughs) So very quickly we were at, um, we have over 1400 members. Um, prior to, you know, non COVID pandemic times, we, um, had usually at least quarterly, what we called mama meetups, which were themed networking events for, um, women business owners who are moms, um, where we would have networking. We usually had a speaker who would speak about a topic, networking, marketing, um, all sorts of different topics and women would get to kind of meet other women in the same place and talk about it and talk about their struggles. And, um, it was just, it's become an amazing space. And I think even during the pandemic, it's even though we're now all virtual, um, it's been a really amazing space for these women to come and, and discuss these things because it is different, you know, right. If, Mm -hmm. uh, if you're the main caretaker of your children and one of your children is sick, you're generally the one who is right. taking the time off work to care for them. Um, so yeah, it's been a very exciting adventure for us. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And even like, I just love that you guys created that in, you know, quote unquote normal times, but I feel like even now with the pandemic and everybody like having kids at home and just how everything has changed, like having that support network has probably just been amazing. Absolutely. It's such a shift. Um, you know, yeah. so for a lot of the women in the group, this was their normal um, to have kids home with them, but for, you know, some of their spouses or even like for myself, I worked in my office and my kids went to school. Mm -hmm. Um, and we've had quite a few weeks of the last, uh, 12 months where everybody's been home and you're kind of working around them Yeah, and it is what it is. Right. Yeah. We're all just getting through. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 
Um, I love that. And you, and you touched on something that is leads into my next question, um, which is about like work-life balance, like three kids, a husband, <laughs> two businesses, you know, like that's how do you, like, do you have any tips on work-life balance that work for you? So I would say I absolutely do. So I have, I do have three children. My children are very close in age. So they are three, four, and five. Oh, um, so oh, you're busy. <laughs> And all of them have been born since I transitioned into my role as a loan officer. Um, So I, the nice thing is I have grown into my role and my position in this place in my life with three kids. Um, So I do feel really blessed in that. Um, Again, my husband also owns a business. So between the two of us, we are always going a hundred miles an hour um, somewhere. My biggest piece of advice for work-life balance is first off, don't try to balance. Um, something will always be what needs your attention the most. And it's okay to let some other things go to give whatever that is at that moment, your attention to give it your all. Um, I think when we try to juggle too many things at one time is when we start to feel, especially as moms, really bad about ourselves. Yeah. Um, and we feel really stressed that, oh, I'm not being a good mom or not being a good business owner or not being a good friend. In that moment, just whatever needs the most attention, that's what you need to send your attentions towards. Um, And I try really hard to live by that. And then my second thing is a routine. (laughs) You have to be on a routine. My kids, um, in the mornings, because my husband is a contractor, he leaves very early in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I get everybody up, dressed, breakfasted, and out the door to school every morning by myself. And we live by a very specific routine. They know what to expect. I know what to expect. We do not stray from it. Um, and it makes everything run so much smoother when we're, when we're doing that. So I think that a routine, if you're a busy working, um, parent or anybody just getting yourself on a routine where everybody has their expectations met is probably the best thing you could ever do for yourself. Yes. Oh, I love that. It makes total sense too. You know, and it's like, I don't know, I, I can totally tell the difference in whether it's just for me or like my family, like when we get out of our routine and, you know, it's just kind of like this thing kind of hanging around. It's like, what's going on? It's like, oh yeah, we're not, everything's kind of a little crazy right now. And not everybody knows like what's coming next or what's expected. And like getting back into that routine is just so helpful. Oh my gosh. It's so helpful. We had um, a couple of weeks ago, we ended up quarantined. So we were all home for a few days together um, awaiting some COVID tests. And mm-hmm. yeah, I was, it was driving me crazy. Cause like, it just wasn't our normal routine. Everybody was thrown off. My kids watched way too much TV. Um, it was just not what we do. So it was really nice to get back into normalcy for us. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. My in-laws came up from new Orleans, like, um, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago now. And yeah, same thing. I mean, you know, it's like their grandparents that, you know, they stayed up late and, you know, just like same thing played more switch and screen time. And it was just, yeah, when they left, it was like, oh my God, <laughs> we need a routine. <laughs> right. You like, it's like a big sigh. Like it was so wonderful that you were here, but we need to get ourselves yeah. back together again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so do you have any like apps or automations or anything that you use, like, you know, often in your business that helps with like routine or just helping you thrive and save time? Like what or what does that look like for you? I do. So my biggest thing is I live by my Outlook calendar. Um, and my Outlook calendar is a combination of actual events uh, that I need to attend, but also reminders. So I have reminders in my Outlook calendar that alert me 
um, throughout the day of things that I need to be doing. So if I, um, like in my business, I have to pre-qualify people. Um, and I know that I got a new application that just came in, but I'm currently working on something else. I put a reminder in my calendar to remind me around the time I think I'll be done with the project I'm currently working on. Um, to go off so I know what's coming next. Um, I'm not a great task list person. Uh, I write them and then I don't actually go back to them. So the calendar method is, it's like my my husband will tell you, I my life is full of like agendas and planners and calendars. <laughs> um, and then the second thing is um, in my business side of things, we use a lot of automation through a program called Surefire. Um, it's our CRM, it does emails and marketing and all that sort of stuff for us. And it's very set it and forget it, which I appreciate (laughs) that I can input information and it can kind of come back out again. So we use that very heavily. And then the last thing is if people do not have Google keep, um, Google keep is, uh, it's an app where you can share lists and, and tasks with people. And even just for silly stuff, like the grocery store, um, with your spouse, putting in the things that you know that you need, you can both add to the same list and delete it and alter it. And I keep packing lists in there. I keep so much information in my Google Keep. Um, it's something that everyone should download. Yes, I've never even heard of that. Like I'm about to go oh. Google it. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's it's seriously and it's great for stuff that's like reoccurring. Like we go on a trip every summer um, to a house that we rent and I don't update that. Like I just keep yeah. the list in Google keep. And then the next year I can open them up and see what we need to pack. Like I don't have to do anything. It's all there waiting for me. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And so like, do you sign in on like the same Google account? So that's how you can share it. Or do you like share it with another person? My husband is not technology savvy. So I'm just wondering <laughs> how I can get this to him easy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So if you have a Google account, you use it, um, you log in, they download the app to their phone. You can both look at it. You can add people to different lists. So not everybody has to see everything. Yeah. Um, so like me and my sister-in-law have, we have some combined lists that we use for things. Me and my husband have combined lists. So it's, it's amazing because you can like add contributors essentially to all these different lists of different Google account holders can alter them. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I love what you said about the calendar. So I live by my Google calendar. Like I have an outlook one too. And I've, trying to figure out how to merge them actually. Cause that would make my life just so much easier, but everything's on like my Google calendar. Yeah. You open it up. Me and my husband, he has an outlook calendar. I have one. I can go look at what he's doing. He can look at what I'm doing. It's amazing. Oh, that's I know. technology is so cool. Like oh. what are they going to think up next? Like, seriously, I actually, I heard like I was <laughs> driving the other day and people are putting like a company has figured out how to put like Bluetooth in masks. So you don't have to like take your mask off your mouth when you're talking. I'm just oh. like, Man, that's amazing. <laughs> I know, like people are just like so creative. That is so cool. <laughs> um, so what is your most effective or favorite way to market your business? So I am actually very heavily involved in social media in general. So the majority of my marketing is done via social media, um, a combination of um, organic Facebook content and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so most of my clients find me, um, either they're friends of mine or somewhere in my network. So they find me just my normal page on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'm heavily involved in a lot of groups, um, community groups, local groups, interest specific groups, mom groups. Um, and a lot of people find me that way. Yeah. And that's how we connected. I, I can't remember which group yeah. it was, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I just, I participate actively in these groups and then, 
Um, it sparks conversation and then I get business from it. So I, it's been really great. I am not like a, an advertiser in, especially in mortgages. I don't put out like ads necessarily. It's more just very organic kind of conversational. This is what I do. Tell me what you do. And I try to get to know people, but it's a lot of it is virtual. Yeah. I love that. And I mean, and that's what I talk to a lot of people like business owners. I'm like, it really is, but like marketing is a lot of relationship building, you know, like that is the crux of it. Like the foundation, like if you can meet, just meet people, you don't have to, I was talking with one of my coaching clients last week and she was like, well, when I go to the rotary meeting, like, what do I say? Like, do I just tell them what I do? And I was like, no, you just need to show up. Like, we don't need to like get you there and blast what you do. That'll just come up naturally in conversation. We just need to put you in places where you can start these conversations with people, you know? 100%. And that's exactly, um, I run a a leads group here and, um, that's exactly what we talk about is the no like, and trust factor that you just, people have to know you and then they eventually have to like you and then they trust you and then they'll do business with you. And it's just developing relationships. And I do think, you know, marketing and advertising, that's getting your name out. So that way, when people do meet you, they already know who you are mm-hmm. uh, and they already feel connected to you in some capacity because, oh, I've seen your face or, oh, I've seen your ads. And then you develop that relationship with them and the relationship will take you so far. Yeah, totally. And I think people forget too, that uh, like you said, a lot of this can, you, a lot of it can be done online, like on different groups, different social media platforms, depending on where, you know, you're ideal customer or your avatar is hanging out, you know, like it can really be done online. And I think when people think networking, they're like, oh, I can't go do that because there's no events going on. Everything's shut down, you know? And and I'm like, no, we need to like find, you know, your Facebook groups, your LinkedIn groups, like search certain hashtags on Instagram, like connect with these people where they are that like, wow, we can't actually see anybody in person. And, you know, you can still build those relationships. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. Even Zoom coffee dates, you know, Mm -hmm. I've had a lot of Zoom coffee dates. I go get my coffee. The person I'm with gets their coffee and we sit on Zoom like we were at a coffee shop. Yes. Yeah, totally. Are you in the Mob Nation group? If not, you should join. It's like a big, like 11,000 group, um, 11,000 member group of mom owned businesses. That's what it's Mob. Um, So that's a super fun group too. And they do a lot of coffee connections. Ooh, no, I will have to hop on that one. Yeah, It is amazing the groups that you come. And that's like the other neat thing on Facebook. It's like the groups that you come across, you know, there's so many of them and there are such amazing people giving away amazing content, great advice, wonderful help for free on the internet. And you just have to find it and take advantage of it. Yes, exactly. Uh, Speaking of that, that for whatever reason, it made me think of clubhouse. Are you on clubhouse? Like there is so much content going on over there. It's like almost overwhelming, but it's amazing. (laughs) I am a brand new clubhouse lover. (laughs) (laughs) I have been on it for a few weeks now. Um, I have hosted my first couple of rooms, which has been really fun. Um, But it is, I, I have told everybody that it is like, the greatest straight avenue into listening to people who you would pay a lot of money to hear at a conference or a convention for free on your phone in your time. Like mm-hmm. some of the stuff that people are just giving away on there is just amazing. Um, if you are a Gary V follower, he's on there. He's uh, love listening to him. Yeah. Um, I have warned people. There are definitely some people um, sounding very authoritative on Clubhouse that I would take some of their advice with a lot of grains of salt. So you have to remember that anyone can do it. <laughs> right. 
Um, but yeah, it's so, it's so fun. And it's just great to, you're just like chatting with people. It's like being at like a convention. I know. It's so cool. Like, again, like the creativity of humans is amazing. But yeah, somebody I was talking to the other day, they were like, I was in a room with Amy Porterfield and Lewis Howes and like rattled off like five other huge names. And I was like, oh, I can't believe I missed that one. I bet that was amazing. <laughs> Cause it's so yeah. cool that like you have to be, you know, like it's so crazy to me that it's not saved because we're also just like, well, I'll just catch the replay. You know what I mean? So it's like creating this sense of urgency. Like I have to be on there or else you're not gonna, gonna get it. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's a very neat thing. And I'm excited as more people kind of get on it, it becomes even more dynamic. Yeah, totally. What's your what's your little handle? I'm gonna have to follow you. Is it just your name? Sure. I, I'm CT Mortgage Mom. Awesome. Okay. CT Mortgage Mom is my like social media everything. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> um, okay. So comfort zones, um, super popular topic. Um, do you like have anything that you do to break out of your comfort zone, like to help your business grow or even personally that just, you know, you could share like to any of the listeners that need advice on like getting out of their comfort zone? Sure. So I absolutely live by the get comfortable being uncomfortable mantra. Mm -hmm. Um, you only grow by being uncomfortable and it's the only time that you're going to stretch yourself to learn and develop new skills, um, is by doing something you are not comfortable doing. Um, so I always tell like the people who work for me, just fake it till you make it. Try it the first time. If you can find a place, um, where it's maybe a little bit safer. So like on Facebook, people get really nervous about doing Facebook lives. The first time you do a Facebook live, maybe try to do it in a smaller group. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to do it on your main page where everyone who's ever been friends with you can see it on a small group where you feel safe. Um, and then you can practice a few times and then eventually expand um, Instagram. I TikTok. I do mortgage TikToks. Um, and That's you awesome. kind of just, yeah, you just have to try it. There's so many new mediums. There's so many places yes. um, where you can connect with people and provide educational content. I'm a big believer in I provide free content to anybody who wants it because if they're my ideal clients, they'll come to me anyway. Yeah. Um, totally. So yeah, I just kind of go out there. I do my thing and, um, you know, see, you know, what it looks like. I am lucky. I, um, I am an introvert truthfully, but I am not shy. Um, I am, I am comfortable talking to groups of people. I'm comfortable on stage. I'm comfortable, uh, just due to my prior life and student affairs. I've done a lot of that, but you just have to stretch those comfort zones and practice. And if you're uncomfortable, grab a buddy. See if you can find a friend to do it with you and and kind of, you know, coach you through those things. But I think just trying it out, fake it till you make it um, and, and starting small and then eventually developing to bigger, scarier things is, is the way to go. Yes. Oh, I love that. And I, I totally agree. Starting small because I feel like a lot of times business owners will get started and they'll kind of like build it up in their head and they'll try and do this big, one big thing and it, and it doesn't go great. And they're like, all right, I'm done. You know, it's like, that yeah, doesn't work. That yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, well, it can work. Like we do, you know, really have to work at it. And like you said, start small and practice. And I think you can't, isn't there a way to like even go live, but like keep it private or something. I think it's on, I can't remember if it's Instagram or Facebook or both. So that way you can actually like you're live and you're doing it so you can see yourself and practice, but nobody else actually sees you. So that's always kind of, I hate watching my videos. Though. I'm like, I'll do them. It makes me like super uncomfortable, but I just won't ever watch them again. <laughs> you know, like, that's how I am. I do a lot of like lives. That's kind of my thing. And I never rewatch anything that I post. Right. Yeah. It like, goes up. 
Mm-hmm. I save it. I keep on moving. I have no idea what it looks like and I'm never going to go back and look at it. <laughs> yes, I know. Or if people like have me on their show, I'll share it for them, but I don't watch it. <laughs> like, yep, and that's exactly. why I like love Clubhouse. I'm like, oh my God, this is awesome. It's not video and I can just talk. <laughs> and then it goes away and it's yes, never there again. Yes, exactly. I totally agree. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, so we're down to your favorites. Um, what is your favorite book? And it could be anything. It doesn't have to be like business or anything like that. Ooh, so I am a big pleasure reader. Um, and I would say anything by Philippa Gregory and she's who did like the last tutor, um, and, and Bolin, all of those, those are my, I love British history. Those are probably my favorite. And then I do read a lot of, which a lot of people do the, um, the self-help, you know, unfuck yourself. And I haven't read that one, but it's on my list. Is it good? So good. It's really good. It's really good. Uh, I read all of those kind of books, but I'm a big believer in like, I alternate. So I'll read it like just a straight up pleasure book. And then I'll read kind of a more business book. And then I read a pleasure book. Um, but I try to read every single day. Um, because that's it's just such a great place to grow is in, in, you know, consuming new materials and seeing people's opinions and ideas. So I try to read something every day. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I've lately, I feel like I've been like nonstop reading and I'm like, what, this would have been helpful in college. Like, why do I want to read so much now that I'm almost 40? Like, I know, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, have you ever heard of Amanda Francis? She's like huge on face on Instagram. Oh, no, I have not. Ooh, okay. So she's all of like a money kind of in manifestation and like just mindset really. And she just released like her first book and it's called Rich as Fuck. And my Ooh, father-in-law, I'll have to read that. yes, it's so good. My father-in-law opened my Amazon thing when it came in two weeks ago. And he's like, Oh, Oh my God. Oh, here you go. <laughs> so he's like, <laughs> like, it's a business book. Don't worry. I know I promised. And she has like a glass of champagne and she's sitting in like a tub of money. And he's like a super Catholic, like conservative. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And you're like, I promise this is not what it looks like. I know. I I didn't even say anything. I just walked away. I was like, okay, this is awkward. (laughs) But it's really good. Like, it's really, really good. Just about like limiting beliefs and just, I I don't know. It's awesome. So you got to read it. Uh, Yes. That sounds amazing. Right up my alley. (laughs) Um, What's your favorite drink? So for regular beverages, I am a Starbucks girl. So Mm -hmm. I do love me a nice Starbucks iced chai tea. I drink a lot of those. Um, For adult beverages, a good New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc is like, mm, especially in the summer, sitting outside, there's nothing better. Yes. Oh, yes. Feeling our summer vibes. I love that. Yeah. New New Zealand ones. I'm not like a huge white wine fan, but like, I don't know. I feel like all the ones, all the white ones from New Zealand that I've ever tasted, like I've never been like, ew, this is not very good. They've all been fantastic. Oh no. They're like so crisp. Oh, they're mm-hmm. so good. They're very, I'm a New England girl. So they're very New Englandy. sitting outside, eating fish on the water. It's perfect. That sounds amazing. Oh, summer. Um, what's your favorite thing to do to relax? Ooh, so I love to read. So that's probably my number one favorite thing to relax. Um, I also love to craft. Um, so for fun, I have like a cricket machine and I do some like crafting for my kids and stuff. And I find that all very relaxing. Oh, that's fun. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. My daughter's very so into crafting. Yeah. I'm not so crafty. I like, I try <laughs> like, she just got a sewing machine for Christmas and she's like, can you help me? I'm like, I've never sewn in my life. Like I have no idea. <laughs> Can we go play soccer? Like, I don't know. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, What's your favorite thing to watch? 
Ooh, so I probably two things. I am an old school Grey's Anatomy fan. <laughs> um, it's so ridiculous at this point. It's not even really that enjoyable, but I am devout and I will watch it until it's eventually no longer on television. Um, I can't believe it's, it's still on. Like I, I kind of forgot that it's still on. <laughs> and it's not even really good anymore. Mm, that's a bummer. <laughs> but I am happy to watch it. Um, and then I was a passionate Downton Abbey fan. I would take Downton Abbey back any day, anywhere. It was the best show ever. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that from a lot of people. I, I've never seen it, but like yeah, it's been recommended. Like whenever I ask this question on the podcast, it's been an answer multiple times. <laughs> oh, it's so good. You definitely need to watch it. <laughs> um, and lastly, where is your favorite place to go? Ooh, so in the summer, we go to Martha's Vineyard every year, oh. which if people have not been, it is the most amazing little island on the planet. Um, it's chill and delicious food, beautiful view. So that's my favorite place in the world. That's awesome. I have never been. Um, I've been to Cape Cod, but I've never been to Martha's Vineyard. Oh, it's just, it's a very magical place. Like it's mm. quiet. It's very low key. It's not fancy. It's casual. It's just amazing. Yeah. It's got to be all relaxing just being on the water too. Yes, exactly. It's so relaxing. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Where can everybody find you online? Social media, website, all that good stuff. Sure. Um, so I can be found uh, at CT Mortgage Mom. Um, that is my Instagram, TikTok, Clubhouse, Facebook, pretty much everything handle. Um, I am licensed here in Connecticut to do mortgages, but I'm happy to talk to anybody who has questions, who wants more information about the potential for, you know, buying a home and what it looks like. And then I love connecting with other mom entrepreneurs who, uh, are looking to, you know, have a mentor or talk business or anything like that. So CT mortgage mom. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. And so then I'm, I'm going to guess for the group, do they need to be located in Connecticut to join on Facebook? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So for, Makes for Mom Bosses CT, we are local to Connecticut just because we do a lot of in-person events uh, normally. So, but if you are located around here, you should come join us. Yeah, totally. Sounds like you guys have a lot of cool stuff going on. And do you guys have like any idea when you can start putting those events back on or just kind of waiting at this point? We're just kind of waiting. We were hoping to have one um, this past fall. We had mm -hmm. one kind of like booked, but we obviously did not hold it. So we're hopeful maybe this summer we can have something yeah. outdoors when it gets a little warmer out and at least just kind of connect again. Cause I think that's what people want is they just want some connections. Yeah. I totally agree. I know. And I feel like, I don't know with the masks on, I'm like, nobody can tell I'm smiling. So I try to like smile extra, like hard, but then it just like, closes. <laughs> I have like really squinty eyes. <laughs> I'm like, they, I don't, they're probably like, what is that girl doing? <laughs> oh my, well, you know, like when you're out at a grocery store and you like yeah. say thank you and smile and nod at people and you're like, they have no idea I'm actually doing this. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> so yeah, it'll be so great to actually like be able to meet in person, you know, and oh. intentionally. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> I know me too. <laughs> well, this has been such an awesome conversation. Um, thank you for joining me. I know, you know, you're super busy. So I really appreciate you took the time and I just really loved our everything we chatted about. Oh, well, thank you so much for the invitation. It was such a pleasure. And thank you for this delicious champagne that I'm enjoying. Um, it was very appreciated and this was great. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. Um, enjoy the rest of that and have a great weekend and thanks for listening, everyone. Hey, thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bubbles and Biz. I hope you enjoyed it and are able to walk away with something new to implement or inspired in some way. 
If you'd like to keep the conversation going, join us in the Bubbles and Biz community. We have weekly accountability, an open office hour, and rotating events like group coaching from me, networking, expert guests, and more. Join us to connect, collaborate, and celebrate. Learn more at bubblesandbiz.co.